Hello. Test, test, test. Testing, make it, make testing. Make it, make it, mic. Mic test, mic test. <clears throat> what is this? All right. All right. You know, eventually, I'm going to act like I've done this before. <laughs> oh, okay. Because, like, you know, every single time I do this, there's like this little thing in my chest where... I don't know if it's anxiety or kind of nervousness or maybe it's excitement. I don't know yeah. what the fuck it is, but I feel it every single time I'm about to press record. Um, but uh, welcome. Uh, Thank you I for have, having me. I'm thinking about, because there's so many ways we can start, but I kind of, before I even intro the podcast, right? It was your birthday yesterday, right? Yes, it was my birthday. Hey, Big 26. Birthday. Thank you so wow, much. Thank wow. you so much. I appreciate 26. you. 26. 26 oh, years you old. You are a baby. Yes, I am. No <laughs> fish like, I'm, to I'm saying that I'm 27, but like, <laughs> yo. No, like, yo, keep it a bug. Yeah, 27 year olds are like old as hell now. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it. It's like yeah. only basically three to four years away yeah. from 30. And once yeah. you're 30, it's like, I, right, yeah. I'm basically in the coffin. But let me just keep it pushing. <laughs> um, so I have a very special guest today, and it's very interesting because even before we even before we like met just now. Uh-huh. By the way, this is our first time first meeting time. in person. Uh, first time, which we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, you went hiking yesterday. You lost your phone. Tell me about that. <laughs> yeah. So you know. They like, yo, let's, um, my boy Leroy, he like, yo, let's go hiking tomorrow. I'm like, all right, word. Yeah. So we go about an hour away. Um, we pull up. First thing on my mind is like, yo, hopefully there's not no bears in here. I ain't, I ain't really come prepared mm, for that. How far was that? It was like an hour away. Okay. Something like Hackleberry Park. Mm. Some white shit. I don't know. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Hackleberry. What they the got fuck bears, is that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we walking and shit and then they want to go next to a pond and we kind of like want to go off road like we some ATVs or something. Mm. So I'm like. It always be somebody. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. just something that's so random. So then we just like walking through rocks and I'm wearing Pumas. Yeah. Like just some regular white Pumas, you know, rocks are sticking oh, into my wait, feet. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. You knew you was going to go hiking and yeah. you were white Pumas. But listen to me. Listen, <laughs> listen to this. I asked him, I'm like, yo, do I need to wear boots? Because if somebody said you're going hiking, the first thing you instantly think is, yo, I need some boots. I mean, at the very least, the first thing I'm thinking is there's going to be dirt involved. So last thing I want to do is wear anything white. True. Yeah. But I shopped at a Puma outlet in Jersey yeah. Gardens yeah. and got two pairs of sneakers for ninety dollars. So yeah, like, so so in it. your head you're like, this is disposable. Yeah, these like, are disposable. I'm just gonna make these are forty five dollar Pumas. Yeah. Let me get them, let me let me dirty them up. I'm trying Word. to look cool out there. Yo, that that's wealth. Yeah. All right, <laughs> I'm trying to look cool out there. Yeah, yeah. So whatever we 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 walking through all these rocks and shit. I don't know, probably like a mile or whatever. And then yeah. I see some water, so I just like climb over some trees and the rocks just to get a picture, sticking on my middle finger. Like yeah, of course. Like, I never, like I've never been anywhere before, right? So. I, at one point, I had put my leg up on a rock, and I'm guessing that's when my phone dropped. I really, I honestly don't know, because we started walking more. And oh, then, you didn't even feel it. Nah. Oh. And then I couldn't hear it because I'm listening to crickets, I'm listening to the river, making sure yeah, I'm not about shit. to yeah, break my face on, on these rocks. Facts. So I'm just. I saw you on a I'm little like, log and yeah, shit trying like, to. I'm just concentrated. <laughs> Cat walk. booty bounce on yeah, the log. Basically catwalking. <laughs> I would have de- definitely tried to booty bounce on it, but I would have probably fell in the water and I was just sick. Yeah. And, and I already had lost my phone by then, so I was already upset. Oh, like okay. it looks like I didn't lose oh, my so phone. Oh, so you was just making light of the yeah, situation. I was just like, point. yo, fuck yeah. it. Yeah. I just charged up to the game. Word. So yeah, we we stop and we're taking pictures and I'm I'm like, yo, I got my phone, you know, you do the whole yeah, the whole, the whole pokey pokey, down. you yeah. doing everything like that. And I'm just like, nah, they don't you know, we don't we don't got the phone. So I'm like, yeah. okay. 
Yeah. We got to walk back. So now we're walking back all through these rocks. And it's like, uh, I'm trying to look. You through. already know because you don't even know where it fell out. I so it can literally be yeah, anywhere. Nowhere, yeah. nowhere. But I'm like, all right, at least I know nobody stole it. Because yeah. besides Smokey the Bear, he's the only person that could probably that came through and just Facts. picked it up right here. Oh, so, it was like, was it like wild isolated there? Yeah, it was just isolated. Oh, it was just us three okay. kind of walking through. Sometimes we'll see some people. But no one can hear you scream. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. a dog there. I just remember. I kept <laughs> oh. forgetting. It kept scaring me the entire time. Because I kept forgetting we had a dog. But yeah. whatever. Um, we walked back. I didn't find it. And I, we just sat down. They ate their food. And I just kept thinking in my head, why did I put my phone in my pocket? Because the whole time I was there, I yeah. had a water bottle in one hand, my phone in the other. Survival oh, okay. tactics. Of course. You know, just As in case. That, that's basically hydrated. what Bear Grylls does. Yeah, yeah. you know, stay <laughs> hydrated and also keep the phone. But I put it in my pocket for that 2.5 seconds. And, you know, now it's gone. Yeah. Hope it's having yeah. fun. I try to do find my Android. Yeah. And it's like uh, I already know Like iPhone gang Has like yeah. a bunch of jokes About us uh, Android, you're an Android guy Yeah too? Yeah um, I had the, the Pixel 3 And um, I just spent the last week uh, Are you on vacation right now? Yeah I'm on vacation yeah, too Yeah 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 um, So this is my second week of vacation The first week of vacation That I had uh, Was last week And I spent that Over at Cancun and, Oh you was out there Living your life Oh yeah yeah It was lit um, But my dumbass Decided you know, I have to take some pictures in the water with my phone. And like, even though <laughs> my phone is rated uh, IP68 IP cer- yeah. certified, yeah. It just so happens that, uh, so that day we had gotten on like this catamaran, like this, this sailboat type of thing mm-hmm. to go to some island that had some really clear water and it was cool and everything. When I get back, I get this weird ass notification that's, because uh, my phone is like USB-C. So mm-hmm. it had like this warning message like, oh, we don't recognize these headphones that you have plugged in. Mind you, there's no headphones plugged in. <laughs> and so I'm like, ah, whatever. I'm just going to charge it. I put the charger in. Doesn't charge. At all? At all. Ooh. And so I started panicking because... Yeah, that Pixel 3 is expensive. Um, that's one of those things where you don't realize how <laughs> dependent on technology you, you are, really are until... Yeah. Things stop working, and then, because in my head, I'm already panicking. I was thinking, man, to have my boarding pass in there, and uh, not as intense, but I was like, oh, this is also how I pay for my coffee. Yeah. So yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, man. How am I going to get my Starbucks? Yeah, how am I going to get Starbucks? <laughs> like, um, But yeah, it didn't work, and then I was panicking, but then I was like, you know, uh People travel without their phone. Uh, boarding passes do. exist without phones. Uh, and I felt, I'm not going to lie, I felt kind of like a caveman having that, that paper printed out and ha- yeah. <laughs> having that paper boarding pass because I had just been accustomed to just checking in through my phone. I was like, yes, I don't have to stand online uh, with all these people with, because, you know, I, I travel mad slim. Mm-hmm. And so I just have my carry-on and a book bag and that way I don't even have to make any lines to check in luggage. Yeah, think about yeah, any of yeah, that nonsense. Yeah. yeah, and so I try to make that as smooth as possible because another thing uh, that we could probably talk about um, is that I mostly travel solo, so... Uh, oh, you bold, man. Yeah. Uh, I seen yeah. Um, Wanted with, with Liam Neeson. <laughs> it wasn't Wanted. What was, what was that movie name? I forgot what that movie is called. Taken? But, oh, Taken. I said Wanted. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Taken. Yeah. Like, yo, I ain't going nowhere alone no more because I ain't got Liam Neeson on my side to come find me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be out there. Nobody going to come look for me. Yeah. They go like, yo, leave him. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, think about that. I had, I went on my own and I had like no means of communication because my phone, 
was not like charging. Like, but I honestly, had, though, yeah. From hearing that, you probably had a greater time. A hundred percent being isolated 100%. away from the phone and not yes. like trying to flex on the gram. Like, oh, look at the water. Honestly, it felt like a vacation from everything. Yeah, yo, that like, not, that had to be peaceful. Not just you know work, but like friends, family, whatever <laughs> troubles that that be finding you mm-hmm. as soon as you get back to your hometown. Um, it was mad peaceful. And, mad peaceful. You know, I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I underestimated the hammock. Uh, I like. I never trust them things, man. Bruh, you feel like you closed up. You yeah, know what I'm like a I, I thought that too. People <laughs> look like they're like in a cocoon and shit. Yeah. yeah, and their back is all bent in a weird way. And I underestimated it because, like, at the hotel I was at, they have like, is it's like right on the beach, and so like you go out the hotel, and then right there is the beach, and mm-hmm. they have like like these series of hammocks set up and like you can just, and it's right above the water, the hammock. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. 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 So you go up to the water, you go, you jump into the hammock and then you're just laying there and you feel the nice sea breeze. And mind you, um, I came back burnt as hell because like there was no way. Yeah. There was no way I was not going to be outside. I was going to be outside Every single day. Yeah, because your phone ain't working. You don't need to be inside for no Wi-Fi. Get out facts. there, explore, so do, what? do something different. Exactly. Something so different. I was laying in that hammock, getting mad sun, and I came back. That's why I am now burnt toast poppy. Ah, ah, ah. So, yeah, he looks a little dark to me right yeah. now. I always like when yeah. I'm not the darkest guy in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you got these lights here, and I'm still dark as hell. Yeah, I can see myself yeah. in the camera. Yeah. Um, so, I'm actually going to introduce this podcast now. Welcome to another episode of the Work and Podcast. I'm your host, Yasser, but you can call me Sir, aka Burnt Toast Poppy. And, Burnt Toast Poppy. <laughs> and today, I'm joined by none other than Bales. What do you prefer to be called? Because I think I think your actual name is Joshua, right? Yeah, it's Joshua. Yeah, yeah. but nobody... Yeah, just, people know me, but like only uh, people that like I grew up with from like you know yeah. from the the mud, the playground, the, yeah, the yeah. sandbox, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Yeah, um, they call me Josh, yeah. or but usually I just go by Bales, and if not Bales, it's probably my last name Bailey. Yeah, just, yeah, just call me Bailey all the time. Yeah, so shout out to Bales one time for coming into the building and blessing the kitchen counter. Of course. Um, let's talk about how you even got here because it's super interesting that. You might be the first person on this podcast that I don't have, I want to say I don't have any connection to, but that I don't, like, you know, oftentimes yeah. I, I will intro the podcast with, hey, I graduated with this person from Dickinson. Yep. Um, it turns out, um, and also contrary to popular belief, this is not a Dickinson podcast. It uh, just so happens that says. a lot of the people I know are from Dickinson. Uh, but it just so happens you also graduated from Dickinson, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, under you, I believe. Uh, yeah, under what year? Two thousand eleven, I think. Yeah, yeah, eleven. Yeah. So it's interesting because the way I came across your stuff was probably through like people like Teddy, yeah, and Teddy, my people man. like posting like your stuff and your music and whatnot, mm-hmm. and just kind of from a distance, I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I don't know. Ever since starting this. I've been coming across like mad people that are just like doing shit. And yeah. I think it's fucking cool as hell. Like I didn't know so many people were actually making stuff because mm-hmm. I think anybody who makes anything knows how hard it is to like get started and to just like have the balls to just actually put yeah, something just out say there. Fuck it and just do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And so I admire anybody who's doing anything because I'm like, yo, that shit is not easy. And I know for me personally, I tend to be, and a lot of people are, like their own worst critic where mm-hmm. like you get into your own head and you're like, man, this is trash. Yeah, I'm not putting it out. Yeah, it's the worst, man. It's and the worst. sometimes, and I think this comes with age, but sometimes you get good enough to like, Tell yourself to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> you like, gotta tell your own it. brain, right? Because it's like, um, it's, it's like, it's that meme where like, uh, you're thinking about something, but then there's somebody else behind you that's also yeah. you with a hood. Put the hood yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Like, nah, don't do it. Don't put that shit out. <laughs> yeah, it's trash. Like, yeah, ah, right. I'm gonna yeah, keep this shit in the vault. Yeah, and uh, it just takes a lot of shit to just actually decide. Hey, I'm gonna not listen to myself and just put it out. Um, and so I came across your work through you know people spreading it and shout out to the to the people who i love ya. yeah yo shout out to the people who see what other people are doing yes. admired enough to share with other people because support support exactly um and on that note um shout out to everybody who is listening to this on spotify yes, anybody indeed. who's watching on youtube uh at this time of recording uh the episode that i made with john came out and Man, his people really showed out for that. Yeah. They're, they're all posting it on their Insta story and they're like, yo, check out my man John and this and that. Yeah. And I'm like, at this point, like, I don't even care like if you don't know me, if you don't like mess with me. But like the fact that they mess with John and they're yeah, like they just want to support it, bro. Yeah, and that's yeah. how it works. And um like I said, it's just it exposes you to a lot of people that a you don't even people. know, never heard from, people that are like, hey, I came from work and I put the podcast on and it was like mad chill mm-hmm. and I don't know it's just feels weird but at the same time it feels like mad humbling and it yeah. feels like gives you like this warm feeling like oh like and you know because like honestly obviously everybody who makes something expects some kind of reception from it uh-huh. but like I really put it out just for fun like I just throw it out there I'm like hey uh, I'm having these cool conversations with people and I think other people might want to listen to it and if you do and you enjoy them, uh, shout out to you. Um, like, subscribe, comment, yeah, all yeah, that good course. jazz. All, all the YouTube stuff, links you know, in the description. Link, link, uh, link, link, link. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> links um, in. But yeah, it's just kind of cool just seeing people that I've never seen or heard before of in my life. It's one of those things that really makes you... There's a lot of bullshit on the internet. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the few things that kind of makes you have like faith for humanity is that, oh yeah definitely you know people can come together on their cause that's not negative and not to like cancel somebody mm-hmm. or uh bad mouth somebody yeah because um, it's just so much like everybody the same thing you're saying like everybody's creating stuff now yeah um i think it's kind of always been like that so like you know thinking back when i first like started even thinking about doing music um yeah. i was like to be like what fifth sixth grade i was on myspace with like a wow. little US like a little plug in mic just saying they're yeah. rapping over it with my boy yeah. Esteban. And um Esteban one time. That's how I basically even got introduced to like, you know, a lot of people that was in the heights and yeah. um Were you, you know, from the heights? Nah. No? I'm not I wasn't from the heights. All I was, right, we'll I, talk about that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I got introduced to a lot of people through the heights, um, through Esteban. 
Um, and that's how I started rocking with Titty, uh, yeah. Porter Rock J, yeah. um, High Road and all especially once we did get to Dickinson, because I ain't really start messing with people from the Heights till around like, oh, you know, my high school okay. years. Because um, yeah. before that, from where I was from, it was like the Heights, you just a bunch of Spanish dudes up there. Don't go up there, <laughs> they got machetes, you're going to get stabbed. Wow, that's this, hilarious. That, and the third. Yeah, so yeah. it was just like, yo, don't go up there. I unless, was Hispanic, but I was too much of a bitch yeah. to carry anything with me. Unless so. it was like, the, like one of them fairs in like, uh, what's that What's that park hold over there? Uh, um in the Heights? Yeah. Uh, Riverview, Fisk, mm, uh, Barry one, Lane. Nah, the one that's uh, right in the middle. Persian Field. There you go. I can't even think of that name. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Persian Field. Unless it was like it's fine. I'm there. from around here and I still don't yeah, know. Yeah, bro, I've been living in the Heights <laughs> for three years. I still don't know. Like, yo, where am I? Like, you've been living for three years. Like, yeah, I, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I, don't know trash, yeah. I don't know this. I don't know this place. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, besides that, I really wasn't... Um, that's when I really kind of started opening up as far as like getting into contact with more people that's outside of like what I knew. Yeah. So that's why I was a good, definitely a good thing going to Dickinson. Yeah. Me and all these different wow, types of people. look at that. Yeah. Most people don't attribute Dickinson to anything man, good. Man, listen. <laughs> that school let you do whatever you wanted to do, man. When I was sitting there Facts. towards college Facts. and everybody was, we sitting in that auditorium and they getting scholarships like, oh, they getting like $5,000 for going to school. I'm just sitting there like, oh, damn. I was out there chasing around fights, laughing, bullshitting, trying to chase bitches, and then look, yeah, no yeah. scholarship money for school that I could have used to bought anything in the world, bro. Yeah, yeah. But it'd be, learning it'd experience. Be, yeah, yeah, for real. Um, it's funny because I think we don't have that perspective when we're in high school that high school is such a small part of our life. Yeah, you don't. It's only four years. And if you think about how long people live, that's such a small percentage. Small as fuck. Um, on one end, like, that could that could have, like, a big impact. You know, your life in high school, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. You could form lifelong friendships. You can meet all the people that you know now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, for me personally, a lot of the people that I'm close with are people that I graduated high school with. Mm-hmm. Uh, even after graduating college, I'm still much closer to the people. People from high school. Yeah. That's how it usually is. Yeah. And and also by extension grammar school. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where we live a long life. And if high school was like, if you wasn't shit in high school, that doesn't mean anything. Anything you know? at all. Um, if, if there happens to be any little kids watching this, which is not a little kid <laughs> podcast, but definitely not. If you're growing up and you're in high school and you're wondering, like, man, my life sucks in high school, like, I don't think it's going to get any better. Trust me, you have a lot of life left to live. And a lot of things could get a lot better for you. Uh, just people in, who were like at the top of the world in high school and they're not shit. They're now. not nothing. Yeah. And you know what's funny? That's I, actually, that's what I do as my job. I'm a actually, word? yeah, like, so. You know, besides, funny segue. Yeah, funny segue. <laughs> Look how that works. Look at God. Yeah. Um, but basically, I, I basically do that in Essex County, like in Newark. I'm all over. I basically go into kids' houses, whatever, oh. um, for mental health. I'm a habilitation counselor. Don't ask me what habilitation means. Yeah. It's just something that we do. Yeah. Um, but I basically go in there and I give assessments. You know, I'm talking to like kids anywhere from the age of, you know, three, three to 21. You feel me? Um, and a lot of times yeah. I get in there and I'm talking to these kids that's going through the same problems I was going through. For sure. Um, or possibly maybe closely related or I knew somebody was dealing with it. Yeah. And um, basically my job is going there, talk to them, try to see if I can counsel them and get them into like counseling or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like one of the biggest things for me that comes from my music is all about, you know, mental health and massages. Before it was even a thing, like, yeah. um, you know, everybody's like, oh, the suicidal, hotline, all that stuff. When they start making songs like... 
I've been a psychology major. My yeah. dream has always been open like a practice kind of. Yeah. If I ain't making it in music, and, you know, just help out kids. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like where a lot of my influence does come from. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of my music is like, it be hood shit in there. Oh, but yeah. a lot of the hood shit gets reflected back to the thought process behind it or why. Yeah, but also you're talking about like your background and yeah. where you grew up and things that you saw. And, and seeing things that I saw and how I, how I took it back then and how yeah. I'm looking at it now as a yeah. person that's kind of been through life and, you know, took a step back. Because a lot of times I feel like people get wrapped up in these personas or how they want to seem in front of other people. And, yeah. then, and then in a sense of that, you lose your way. Oh, and for, for You lose fact. your way completely. And mm-hmm. then next thing you know, you live in this type of life or this dream that you have mm-hmm. about what life is supposed to be. And then, you know, feel me, you go outside the state or something or you go to a different country and you might see something completely different and you just mm-hmm. like, yo, wow. Yeah. It's more to life than just sitting on the block, smoking black and mouth, smoking weed, getting drunk, 100%. you know, trying yeah. to fight all the time. Yeah. It's, it's really a whole different perspective out there. Yeah. But if you if you stuck into that little box, you'll never be able to see it. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things that I've been blessed with, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. being able to be from that environment, take a step back. And I, I got involved in some stuff, not like nothing crazy, but you know, just stuff because you were a young teenager. like, <laughs> yeah. right, I, I'm trying to Listen, be down. You, you don't know much when you're little. You don't. So you don't. You just, you just kind of follow the influences that are around, around you. And you yeah. Sometimes they're not great. You don't get to choose your influences. That's they all they it just is. come around it just you. just comes and, around you. Yeah. And it's like the influence I did have in my life, they were, some people would consider it negative, but I feel like it was a positive because sometimes you may have a negative person in your life and you're like, you know what? I ain't never going to be that. I remember growing mm, up that seeing- actually, that, that takes some insight. Yeah. I, I don't know what, like, I'm wondering where did that come from? It's just- Because it's not natural or rather it's not common for somebody to witness and acknowledge a bad influence in their life and realize- Hey, I'm a, cause I'm a believer. You can learn anything from anybody, mm-hmm, whether they're good true. or bad. Everything. If if you kind of view yourself as a sponge, you kind of just take everything in the everything good at all and the times. bad, and you start to realize a lot of things from the world, and you realize you you might have that foresight where you're like, okay, this person, because um, one of the things. And I'm having a little trouble like piecing together thoughts. It's because I'm having like a billion thoughts come into my yeah, head at the I, same I do time. That sometimes um, throwing mass random so, gems. Yeah, and so I tangled myself. But recently, I was reading a book uh, about Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. And if anyone doesn't know anything about Steve Jobs, he used to be the CEO of Apple, and he is responsible for a bunch of things that you probably take for granted now including things like the original Macintosh computer, which was like the first all-in-one computer, the iPod. Oh, uh, yeah, those was hitting. Yeah, the, you know, every iteration of the iPod leading all the way up to the iPhone and then the iPad. So Without the you, Nano. Yeah. The the <laughs> nano, that little thing, I was like, oh, yo, what is this? I can't yeah, see myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, chances are if you have an Apple device or have ever had an Apple device... You've been influenced by his work. And in his book, he is described as sometimes a very like rash type of person, kind of like a no-nonsense person, almost mm-hmm. to the extent of being kind of mean, mm-hmm. but also he's also highlighted as being like this visionary and yeah. this this inventor of all these cool things. And he was able to put together a team of A players to make some of the most historic devices of all time. Mm-hmm, that's true. And so I came, like, after, 
basically when I finished reading the book, I came thinking, man, basically the author did a really good job of painting this guy as both an absolute asshole, mm-hmm. but also as a visionary and an innovator and somebody who will be remembered forever in technology. And so it was like the biggest lesson in you kind of have to take the good with the bad. You always have to. Because he was, in many respects, a terrible person, but he made such an impact in so many other people's lives as a result of the products he was able to launch that it's almost kind of like you have to see both sides. You have to. and It's always like that. You know, you have to look at the... uh the bad, and then you have to also. You can't just ignore it. Everybody, yeah. everybody has this like this evil thing within inside them. But well, now I'm gonna say evil. That's kind of sound crazy, but like, yeah, it's kind of like sometimes we have this thing where we have this bad nature. Where we may be rude to somebody for no reason. You and know, a lot of the stuff gets yeah. reflected from within us, and then we kind of put it on other people. Yeah. But you know, if he wasn't that mean, aggressive dude, he probably wouldn't have made them billions of dollars. Exactly. He'd probably just been another guy doing that nine to five, grinding on a computer. Exactly. It takes a, that it factor sometimes. And a lot of times, certain things got done because he was nasty. Yeah. And obviously from a distance, you see that man and you're like, oh man, this guy's an asshole. But you have to see the, the result. And it's kind of conflicting, right? But at the end of the day, it kind of teaches you that's that's alive in each person, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're complex people. We don't always feel the same way, even from nope. one hour to the next. Nope. I'm telling you, I have times where I wonder why I even started this whole podcasting, where like I get into my own head and say, oh, this is not good enough. This is like terrible. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I quit rap yeah. 30 times maybe. Like literally thirty times. Yeah. I've started. Like I said, I started rapping when I was in fifth grade. Yeah. I'm 26 now. Yeah. I quit rap at least 30 times. This me coming out with this this like seven track album. Yeah. Was me feeling inspired, but that was also me saying I, I can't be I can't quit anymore. I have to come back because it's just like yeah. I'm working a a job one and nine. I'm talking to like these kids once again, mm-hmm. and it's just like when I'm hearing all the time. It's the craziest thing. Like yo, like. I ask them all the time, like, yo, what you listening to? Oh, I'm listening to Lil Durk. I'm listening to, um, who else they be listening to? G Herbo. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yo, why you like listening to some dudes? Oh, they live in my life. Like, that's the same life that I, I like, mm. you know, that live the life that I'm living. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it, it's crazy how the influence, what the influence of music can do. Oh, for sure. Um, I feel like a lot of times, man, let me tell you something. Many times I'll be listening to certain songs and it's like, you know what? I wouldn't mind catching a body right now listening to this. Like, I, <laughs> yo, yeah, like, yo, so, some songs put you in that mood. Yeah, like, I, I like you just want to walk outside somebody and just punch. Yeah, just, just for punch no reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like, shoot I ain't at got them. no reason. No like, reason you were just there all. and you had a face. Like, But like, the music really just puts you into that <laughs> mood. And it's like certain songs, but yo, I can just imagine me throwing up gang signs to this. I can imagine me like. <laughs> you just start yeah, crib walking this shit for no reason. Everything, for no reason. It's just like the music does have a big influence. And it's like a lot of things. That I grew up like I listen. I remember growing up. My mom used to play like DMX, and like yeah. the thing I always oh remember for some reason was just like the the, the growling, the machine <laughs> yeah. guns going off. Like, yeah. Talk is cheap, motherfuckers, and I'm just yeah, like, yo, yeah. that's hard. Yeah, yeah. he in the prison and yard yeah. and shit. Like, and a lot of that stuff got in, installed in me. I'm about to do hella pillows now. <laughs> yeah, and like a lot of that stuff got installed in me. But there's there's a certain line where there has to be a line where it has to be drawn between fact and fiction. Yes. But yes. there's a lot of times where that line is just so blurred. It's just like 
everything seemed like it's facts, yeah. but then it'd be fiction. I was just even um, reading something about uh, Young Thug, like mm-hmm. his girlfriend. Like, I love Young Thug. At first, I hated yeah. him because I was like, oh, he's trash, but I... I turned my mind around him like two yeah, years like later. His, his voice is mad unique. It's so unique. I yeah. love what he does, melodies. I'm like a melody guy too. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed. Yeah, yeah. I, I started from really R&B, but then yeah. I realized oh, I ain't okay. that sexy, so I had to, you know what? <laughs> in rap, you could be ugly. Like Nobody yeah. cares if you're ugly in facts. rap. That's facts. Like, you you got to be like a Trey Songz, Chris Brown to be like, an You R&B. could be ugly, but if you got bars, you got yeah. respect. Like You can't really think of like, even if you could think of an ugly singer, it's just like, for the most part, if they, during their videos, you never look at their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah So it's like, I had to get yeah, out of I'm R&B. thinking like, Probably black, but even him, like he, yeah, you probably never see his face. You always got his yeah, face covered. Yeah, like when you walk in, just like, the fit yeah, nigga, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about it, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> um, yeah. So like a, a lot of the times, th- those lines get blurred, and it's yeah. just like these kids are hearing these songs, and they just feel like, yo, this is my life. This is what I'm doing. This is how I grow up. Yeah. And then I'm looking in their faces, and it's just nothing but pure depression. Just yeah. pure sadness, just pure yeah. struggle, so much pain, crying for help. I think that's why a lot of people identify with. Uh, when when X was alive, and, yeah, and, and he released his stuff, where it was kind of like it wasn't even necessarily like hip hop per se, but it was kind of like this mixture of uh-huh. genres and, but very deeply emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it took me it took me a little while being sad, mm-hmm. and, you know, drugs and whatnot. But it took me a little while to get around to him too. At yeah. first, when, I hate to say I'm one of those people. Once they die, I start listening to him. Unfortunately, I mean to be honest, that happened to me with Michael Jackson. Yo, you know what's funny? Yeah. I had the Michael Jackson experience on the Wii. This was like, I don't the know. Hell? Wait, wait, what the hell is a Michael Jackson Bruh, experience? let me tell you something. in my head, I just watched a special from Dave Chappelle and he was talking about the people that, you know, testified to HBO about- You know what's funny? Everything he said in that thing is so true because I believe the, the same, like the, the thing where he was just basically saying like, yo, you go to school the next day, like, yo, Michael Jackson sucked me off. Yeah, like, yeah. like, yo, that's funny because like, like, yo, there's no topping that yeah, at that yeah, point. Like, whoa, like, I can literally, only there's go no from topping here. that. Like, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so that's why I'm like, when you said the Michael Jackson experience, what the oh, fuck nah, is yeah, that? Yeah. Oh, why? Yeah, it wasn't it like no virtual like, thing where he was topping me or nothing. Oh, why? Because I was a little scared. I'm like, wait, somebody made a video the Michael Jackson experience you go, you get some Jesus juice. Yeah, you got to be very clear when you say that. You get some Jesus juice to give you like a little white glove to put on and anything, yo. You get a little balcony, he dangles you over the eye. No, but it was like, even though I used the Wii controller to do all this, you was doing his movements. So I'm like, dancing to Billy Jean, hitting all the moves and stuff, trying to moonwalk in my house. It was a good workout too. Yeah, word. Um, why are we talking about Michael Jackson experience? Where did that even come from? I just uh, I completely forgot. I don't even know. Oh, because I was talking about X, and and I, oh, yeah, I told you that it took passed. me a while to like get into. Yo, when he mics. passed, I listened to him for the longest. A word that he he's a one another person like the melodies. He's just so creative. It's like he I kind of wish I did kind of meet him. Mm-hmm. Oh, like in person? Yeah, like you know, and he he a Virgo too. He's born around this town, like, and mm. I feel like I, Ooh, I know some Virgo people don't really. Season. Yeah, I know some people don't believe in the astro- astrological stuff, whatever it's called. But I feel like a lot of times those things really do kind of paint a picture of certain uh, certain people. You mm. know, they look at Virgos as being creative, very closed, don't really talk much. Mm. Um, Sometimes they seem as weird. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you look at him, he seems like that guy. He may be considered weird, but... Oh, yeah. I think everybody was put off by the yeah. blonde and black... And, but it's the dreads. same thing all the time. Yeah. It's just mental health from when he was younger. His yeah. father probably... His father was abusive. He probably was touched yeah, or molested. Who knows? A rough childhood, yeah. But then people... You get older... And I hate to do it like, and I, matter of fact, I yeah. don't hate to do a mental health thing, but yeah, because that's yeah, what I, I do. Yeah, no, it's totally fine. Um, I don't think it has enough of a platform. Yeah, it really don't. 
Um, but you know what I'm saying he, All the stuff that he dealt When he was younger You look at him now When he, when he was older Like holding a baby It's funny I was looking him up too recently mm-hmm. Holding a baby over You know The thing with a blanket Over his face Name his baby blanket For whatever reason You know <laughs> Still to this day Probably like One of the mysterious things In the world Like yeah. blanket yeah. Um, That's that's my son's name Blanket Um <laughs> But that would be some some rich motherfucking <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. ah, you know, I'm gonna just name him blanket. Yeah, blanket. Like, yeah. like, what's the first thing you see in the room, Michael? Blanket. And yeah. like, that that's my son's name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, a lot of those things that he did when he was older, people looking at him like he's a bad person. You know, if he touched a kid, touched or didn't touch kids, I don't know. He's been dead for so long, and it's just like now you're yeah, bringing was, it up, and then yeah. they I even heard seen something. Cases. Yeah, like two new cases. Like how? I'm dead. Like how? Um. But a lot of those things could be attributed to when he was younger. If a lot of those things was addressed when he was younger, if there was more, um, you know, information or more, you know, seriousness about his mental health. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. We use, you know, we use our legs, we use our arms and everything. Mm-hmm. Our brain, we're in our brain 24-7. Yeah. People don't take mental health seriously. I don't get it. It doesn't add up, like, the logic behind it. Yeah, people it. go to the gym. They yeah. work that out, but their mind Their mind like- still, like, I get the body response. I go to the gym sometimes. I can run it out, and I feel whatever. Yeah. I just recently started going to therapy, too. I don't, yeah. I'm not even really ashamed to say it. No, yeah. It's it's becoming normalized now. It, and I think it should be. It has because, to be. You know, it has to be. We use our brain 100%. Like, you're with your thoughts all the time. Like, there's yep. no there's no avoiding it. And sometimes you don't like listening to your thoughts. You don't like listening to them. <laughs> now, if you got other voices telling you other stuff in different voices, you may want to go somewhere else yeah. for that. You know what I'm saying? But for the yeah. most part, you in your head 24-7. 100%. Um, and then a lot of things that we see when growing up, mm-hmm. especially, you know, for me, like, in the environment, it's like things became normalized. And it's just like mm-hmm. a lot of times within it being normalized, I grew up and had these certain structures and things inside my brain. You know, I started reading, like, this year's been so insightful for me. I've been reading more stuff about you got to reshape the way you look at the world and how you... Oh, yeah. Mindset is, like, everything. Everything. Everything, it, yeah. it, it can It can turn you from a completely depressed person to a person sure. that has insight and just trying to work to get out of that slump. Yeah. Um, and just kind of seeing that there's nuance to things. Like, no, nothing is just, like, one-sided. A lot of people... And it's funny because like one of the questions I wanted to open up to uh, to you, like just to get your thoughts on, mm-hmm. um, was this idea of because I think a lot of us grow up in that kind of environment where they feel this way, and basically the the phrase I hear a lot is "trust no one." Yeah, uh, horrible way to live life. Horrible way to live. Yeah, because I was gonna ask your thoughts on that because I think. There's there's nuance to things, right? When you make a dichotomy and say, "Oh, they're only with me or against me," no, I think it depends. Mm-hmm. And like with most things in life, it depends. Always depends. So you know, yeah, I'm not with you if you're trying to like kill somebody, yeah. <laughs> right? I'm not Bro. with you. I'm sorry. Like uh, I could grow up with you, and uh, I'm not rolling. But if you're telling me, hey. I'm trying to open a business or I need some advice on some stuff and it's like of a positive nature, then yeah, I'm with yeah, you. So, you so it really depends what you're pitching to me. And so you can't say, oh, life is either this way or that way. There's a lot of gray area in between mm-hmm. where, okay, like maybe, maybe I need to hear more details. And so when people say trust no one, that sounds mad sad to me. <laughs> it's crazy. I feel the same way because it's just like when you say trust no one, basically what you basically, 
I just said basically twice. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> basically, basically. Basically, what basically means. <laughs> yeah, but essentially what yeah. you're saying is I can't put my faith and trust into anybody else in this world besides myself. And if, if you have that feeling, I feel like at that point you can't even trust yourself because if you're telling yourself that you can't trust no one, I get it. We all come from these backgrounds where it's just like your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister could do you dirty. You know, mm-hmm. they always say blood thicker than water, but mm-hmm. sometimes that really don't mean nothing, you know, especially when it's coming from your family. Yeah, like if you're my relative and you treat me like trash, then you're trash. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're my blood. Like, I honestly, I've had close friends who are like, feel like more family than my own relatives. And it's, that's perfectly fine. And that's like kind of what you get when you grow up in these these structures that's kind of programmed in your brain when you're younger. Families, everything, families, everything. Mm-hmm. Family could do you dirty. You probably be ended up, your family got the light bill in your name, the phone bill in your name, they damage your credit before you 18, but you got to stick around with them because that's family. That's not how that works. Yeah. You're just being used and abused and now you got to grow up and mm-hmm. deal with these repercussions and deal with these mm-hmm. you know, problems that weren't created by you, created yeah. by your family, the people that are supposed to protect you. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if you're saying like you can't trust no one, then how are you gonna live life? We're we're we're, we're, we're beings that need to have type. We have need to have we're communication. Social, social. We, yeah. need to have communication. Nobody gets other. anywhere by themselves. No even, even the people who say they're self-made, they have people working for them. So <laughs> that means it wasn't self-made. by your damn self. It's, not, it's never by yourself. I do be feeling like sometimes I get like the self-made approach, but then there's always you always have to include your team because it's self-made. Yeah. But it's Plus, always a team behind yeah, it. Always yeah. a team behind it. It's just like a cool thing. Everybody want to be cool. Oh yeah, everybody want to sure. say self made. Yeah, everybody. Um, and I'm one of those guys that just be trying to be cool, saying self made. Yeah, yeah. You know, I do the same exact thing. Yeah. It, it's just kind of something that just it's just all these structures that's programmed oh, yeah. inside of our brain. Mm-hmm. And you know, my biggest thing right now, as far as turning 26, is breaking down a lot of those structures that I learned when I was older, um, and trying to figure out how to get my own thoughts. Because yeah. I was reading something that's like. I mean, majority of thoughts aren't yours. They're just thoughts We're that somebody else. Yeah, this yeah. is some thoughts. Some if matters no, created nor destroyed, you're just getting these thoughts from. That's they've a been great way of putting it everywhere. Yeah. They just kind of get recycled in yeah, your it's brain. Like everything is like a remix of something. Everything like, is a remix. Know, like people talk about shit on the news, but most people listen. We live very busy lives. So chances busy. are nobody is really going in depth into the articles and getting actually all of the information. You're just hearing a bunch of shit that other people said and running with it. Yeah, now you made that your opinion. And when people ask you, like, "Hey, you seem so opinionated about this," like, why? Mm-hmm. And that's how a lot of things get installed <laughs> inside of you, and you just be feeling like it's so strict. This is what you have to believe in. This is what you have to do. Yep. And that's how, like racism, you know, discrimination. All the shit we're living with right now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all comes from those structures that's built into your brain. And it's yeah. like once once your family's telling you something, or once the people around you that consider close to you. It's no looking. It's no looking past yeah. it. And you know that, that's what I was also. I was reading a book, um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh, I've heard of that one. Um, yeah. So I, I've been trying to read too because I ain't read ever since I left school. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. whatever. No, because it's interesting because I've had the the school conversation with other people, mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes school wasn't the right environment or whatever that didn't introduce you into something. But there's something about when we're in this age where we're in the age of kind of like self exploration, and yeah. we we start picking at stuff things that we never really paid attention to you know maybe we never liked science in grammar school and that now science looks lit as yeah. hell or you know psychology or sociology or things like that it's, it's crazy how it works because it's like yo you're like yo i hate school this that and the third i ain't never read a book again once you leave school now i'm 26 trying to figure out yeah i need to read a book because mm-hmm. being on social media all day double tapping 
on people pictures that I probably yes. don't really like. Yes. It's not really doing nothing for yes. me. I need to pull out this book. And that book was basically explaining why social media is so important, you know, mm-hmm. um, at this time in our life. It's just like everybody wants to be seen, but nobody's mm-hmm. working on anything within surface level. And that's one of the main for reasons sure. I went to therapy is like, I'm not really working on anything surface level within inside myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just basically looking at everybody else, what they're doing. Yeah. Everybody else is basically trying to display themselves, but nobody's working on within. And yeah. that's one of the biggest things that, that I've been work. trying. It takes yeah. a lot of work. A lot of people, I had a curfew when I was, yeah. that's my, oh, friends, my friends used to make fun of me all the time. Like, yo, you got to be in the house at like nine, 10 o'clock when he was oh, like yeah. 15, 16. Yo, I, I couldn't even tight. have people at my house. So, oh, no, I was good with that. Yeah, see, but, I couldn't even have that. Oh, that was bad. I couldn't was bad. go anywhere. Yeah, just, yeah, and it was like, it sucked. It definitely sucked. But at the same time, it kept me off, it kept me away from a lot of the stuff that I probably got involved mm-hmm. in. I probably would have had a case by now, got caught up in something same. that I wasn't supposed to get caught yeah. up into. But just being able to sit in the house, I was able to kind of get in tune with myself where I started feeling more comfortable. Yeah. And this is, it kind of ties in with the music. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? When I first started, I really started like really breaking out on music, I guess, in high school. I did two mixtapes within two years. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it was within one year. Mm-hmm. And I was doing music videos every week on YouTube. I was hitting on all cylinders. Now, the yeah. music was trash, though. I ain't gonna hold you. The music was trash, but I was 15. Yeah, it is I was excited is, yeah. to create the content. Yeah. And something, you know, that Porter Rock was basically telling me when we started linking yeah, up shout again. shout out to Porter Rock. Yeah, shout out to that guy, even though I hate him. Um, <laughs> something he was basically telling me was like, yo, you know, a lot of times when we was growing up, I had to admire you for, no matter what nobody was telling to you or saying about your music, it didn't matter to you. You was like, yo, it's fire. I'm putting it out. I don't care what the quality is. I don't mm-hmm. care the standard third. I just put, it, like, the persistence mm-hmm. of me. Now, as I got older, I started to lose it because I started getting sidetracked by all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. Yo, honestly, it's like having, if I'm a big iceberg and then people keep saying your stuff is trash and then they after a while, chiseling. yeah, you just like, they keep chiseling after a while. Yeah. It's just like, yo, yeah, your ah, self-esteem you know what? is just like, yeah. ah, it's all on the floor. Let me, let me put this ice back in the freezer real quick. Yeah. Let, me, let, let, me just, let me just build it back yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, I need to rebuild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and that's basically we ha- what happened when I released this album. Everybody, yo, it's, it's great. The seven, I could listen to it. And it's just like, I released another mixtape last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called Ika Guy. Um, mm-hmm. I had stole that idea from my um, coworker. I told him he ain't getting no royalties. Wait, so you... Because I was looking some of your stuff up. So do you have, like, all that other stuff on SoundCloud? Yeah, so Ika Guy and all my older, older songs are yeah. all on SoundCloud. Now, oh, a lot of those old okay, songs, okay. Got, I had a bunch of YouTube videos, but they were so goofy. I ain't going, I'm a goofy, I'm a goofy, I'm yeah, a goofy dude. Yeah, hey, you know? hey. Everybody knows that about yeah. me. Like, even my name, Bells Pagliacci, the GSI. Yeah, I, yeah, you know. I, I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Like, that's like an Italian thing, right? Yeah, I, and that basically, basically means Bells the Clown, basically in Italian. Oh. Okay. Bill's a depressed clown, but yeah. that just came. That also just came from insight, and I even got um, yeah. basically a tat of you ever seen Watchmen? No. The the movie with the superheroes, yeah, I, I, and with the blue I'm man with, with, the, it, yeah. with the blue dick, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So there was a dude in the movie called he was the comedian or whatever, and he basically had a part where he died in the movie pretty early. If if I spoiled it for you, yeah, that movie came out a long time ago. Whatever. Get over it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he basically got killed, and basically he got thrown out a window. And he had this, uh, it was a smiley face with oh, blood on it. Oh, okay. And I just, I don't know, it was something about that that attracted me because it's just like how comedians get attracted to the comedy. It's like they be going through so much pain, so much, you know, depression, that whatever. That, that juxtaposition of like this sad life that the comedian finds an avenue to express to that express through it. Humor, humor, which is like the opposite of all that. And that's the only thing I know how to do. 
And that's kind of what I've been talking to my therapist about. Like, yo, I don't know, dude, nothing but tell jokes and just laugh yeah, at stuff. I, yeah, I'm, I'm a clown. And, that, and, that's, <laughs> yeah. and, that, and that's how my family kind of basically raised me to be as well. You know, we yeah. just kind of laugh at kind of the pain and whatever the case yeah, may be. Yeah. And so that's when he told the story about Pagliacci. Like, yo, doctor, I'm sad. I'm tired. Um, you know, I feel like everything's down. I'm not, can't get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know what to do. The doctor's like, yo, you should go see the great clown Pagliacci. He's in town tonight. Oh. And he's like, but doctor, I am Pagliacci. I was like, oh, that's deep right there. Yeah. You know, yeah. a doctor, you know, you go into a doctor saying you're depressed and all, and his, his number one remedy is for you to go see some comedy, but then it's kind of weird because you're the comedian. Yeah. And that's how I kind of look at the world mm-hmm. a little bit. It seems a little yeah. dark. But yeah, no, but puts things in perspective for me. It's mad real though. It's real. It's you know because these are things where we all deal with, and some people deal with those like rough times in different ways. And you know we all have defense mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Um, mine for sure is joking. Like with my so with, do, with my cousins, yo, we let the jokes fly, and and it'd be like it, it'll be some dumb shit. Like we're just walking, and then. We see somebody that looks just a little too weird, and then we just start gunning Gun, them. Going like, yeah, I do it all the time, bro. I do it all the time. And I'm like, when you think about it from the outside, it's like, oh, you know, you're probably making fun of them because you're like insecure or whatever about yourself, or this and this and that. But it's just like, I don't know. It's just funny as hell. We always just let the jokes fly. And people be like looking at me like, yo, I'm one of those people that I, don't, I really don't go out. Like, if I'm, I'm out, I'm probably going out with probably Titty. Yeah. Um, cause shout out to Titty one time. I just that's just a, that's just a that's just a life within itself. Like, yeah, and he's just a life within himself. So yeah. sometimes I probably just go out and like people are like, yo, why you stay in the house all the time? Like, yo, in my head, that be me. <laughs> like in my head, there's so much fun stuff going on. Like I can never really be bored. Yeah, I'm sitting by my, like I can just be looking at something or watch something. Yeah, and did you grow up with siblings? I have a younger brother. He's seven years um, okay. younger than me. He trying to rap too, but oh, he basically right. like one of them little tech dudes. He be just rapping about stuff that yeah. it's like, yo, <laughs> I've lived in a house with you. Yeah. Like, you're not doing none of that, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, he was seven years younger than me. So we ain't, we ain't really, that's my brother. I had to protect him, but I ain't really like, I used to fuck with him a lot. I yeah, used to basically yeah. just bully him basically. Of course, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And what was I talking about? Well, no, we were just no. talking generally about mental health and oh, rap yeah. name and um, so like all that stuff really gets tied in and yeah. it's just it's crazy that, that that's the persona everybody knows me as being a joking dude yeah um, everybody think, be thinking my life is you know good and essentially perfect because you know I, I've strived and made my process to make it that way and the best yeah. I can yeah there's a lot of behind the scenes that goes on behind, behind, behind the happiness there's a lot of behind the scenes that goes on because you know obviously there's still kind of a stigma about it. And if mm-hmm. you're feeling a way and you're portraying that, especially on social media, then they're like, oh, this guy is like sad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody puts kind of like their best foot forward. And it's almost like it kind of is like that clown that inside their head, they're feeling shit, but they have to kind of smile Everybody's anyways. a clown now. Yeah. It's not even like trying to like maybe fun. Like, oh, you a clown. Like, yeah, no, yeah, everybody's no. a clown now. Yeah. Everybody's a clown. You just... Yeah putting on a, a face and a front. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I like to try to bring that into attention. Like, I'll be trying to get my family into therapy now, my boys into therapy. Like, mm. yo, just try it. It's not that bad. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to tell no random white lady or white dude my feelings and thoughts. It's just like, yo, that's just in the movies. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, a lot of times, that'd be my perception. Like, a lot of stuff that I see in the movies or stuff I see on media, mm-hmm. I instantly think it's going to be like that in real life. You yeah. know? So that's why I've been trying to break out of that mm-hmm. type of stigma as yeah. well. I got a black therapist though. 
boom, boom, black Sign therapist on, on deck. Um, but even then, if it was a white person, just because they're not really from your background, don't really mean they don't understand yeah. your story. They mm-hmm. may not really connect with you on that level, mm-hmm. like per se, but they may be hitting on some other cylinders that you yeah. probably haven't been looking and um, also, into. Chances are they've spoken to a lot of people. Exactly. We have more in common than we realize. And so chances are that person has spoken to a lot of people who might be going through similar things. Similar. Yeah. Um, and off that, because uh, kind of what, what first got us on that tangent was kind of, you know, the, you know, you do some counseling with mm-hmm. people who, who encountered kind of similar hardships that trauma. you went through. Yeah. All trauma. Um, and then I was wondering, what, what, what do you think was it kind of about your life experiences that led you to like something brighter versus because like you know your life could have easily not been that way facts you could have totally gone the other direction and that's that's one of the things i said in um my my song the seventh track who the man Mm. Um, (laughs) uh, basically i was like really like this close to like you know being blood like i was just so fascinated Mm. with it like i was just like yo i was looking up Stuff on the internet, how to blow walk, how to throw up the the, the, yes. the set, learning every single Oof. thing I can. You know, my friends joining in the gang and everything, and it's just like see my cousins, my family. It's just it was just so little Wayne, Jim Jones, just like seeing they make all it that. Look cool. It was yeah, the, I, yeah. I loved it. I was wearing red and black all the time. Mm-hmm. I was like really so close to like you're just really taking that. But then it's just like there was there was always a part of me, and when it's kind of ties into that question, like where did you just see? Um, the counseling come from it's always mm-hmm. like, I always had this thing was like very introspective about the things I do before I do them mm-hmm. um, so one of those things was for me was like yo so you're telling me if I get into a gang I gotta fight for some dudes I really don't even like, or fight for some dudes I really don't, probably don't even care about and the only thing that's going to be there is like some type of fake camaraderie mm-hmm. I can't even say that word I don't know why I tried to use it aside though um, cool. or like so if we if the I'm brotherhood yeah if I'm yeah. blood and you blood but you, you from a different set yeah. I gotta fight you because you know you stole some money. Yeah, from, no, I thought we were the same people. Yeah, no. like, you stole some money from my boy, or like, yo, yeah. you had sex with his girl, so now yeah. we gotta go try to kill you. Like, it's yeah. just like, eh. kind of logistically, sketch, right? it's like, ah, I don't. That, that that doesn't work. It's not yeah. gonna work out for me because it's yeah. like I gotta curfew. I'm yeah. supposed to be riding out to go kill somebody at eleven. I gotta be in the house at ten. <laughs> How am I supposed to explain that to my yeah, mom? Can you or can you imagine yeah. explaining to them like, hey, uh, Going to my, my mom OG. doesn't want me yeah. to, yeah. Like yo, yo, big bro. Like I'm, I'm really like, trying to ride out. Boy, if you don't, <laughs> let's reschedule this for like eleven o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Yeah. I'll cut, I'll yeah. cut school, yeah. and then I'll come do yeah. that. But I can't like, do that. I right can't now. My kill mom nobody into curfew time. Yeah. yeah, word. So that's crazy. A lot of a lot of those things are just like simple stuff like that. Just me having a curfew really just kind of brought insight with me. But I was still so fascinated. Every man, listen, going to Dickinson, everybody wanted to be blood. Everybody was turning yeah, murder. Crazy. I was about to be yeah. one of those guys. There's a lot of sex there. Yeah. Like, I was Different gonna be that guy. Shit, yeah. I was gonna be that guy, and yeah. then it's just like, but then it, it gets weird because it's like, as me as a as a, as a it's always a, as a weird thing being a comedy dude. You always never have anywhere to like really fit in. Yeah, you just kind of just just this weirdo. You just knew that. Yeah, you knew that the weirdo, <laughs> the funny dude that can just kind of just go across any circle yeah, because yeah, of you the, can chill the, with everybody, everybody, but like not be part of them. Yeah. So you know, I'm chilling uh, on Marion Corner. Um, if you ain't from Dick, uh, Dixie, yeah. probably ain't gonna know. But yeah, 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 I'm chilling on Marion Corner, but I'm also chilling in the Heights all the time. Yeah. I may be chilling over here like um, with some people from Hudson Gardens. Mm-hmm. And then they're, they're all beefing within each other. Yeah. And then on top of them beefing within each other, you got 
certain people that's blood on this inside of this group and then mm-hmm. they crip on the same group and then they're fighting in the midst of each other it's like it, it becomes a, a, such a big confusion oh, yeah. it's just like you yo track. who am I yeah. fighting really yeah. I, it was sometimes or my own yeah, it was sometimes I was going to school I'm just like yo honestly at any point anybody can just say you know what we don't even know what side this guy's on. He's yeah, always yeah, all yeah. over the Let's place. Both get yeah, it was, it was even funny. One of my boys even came up to me. Um, he was like, yo, during the time, I think this was like later on, he's like, yo, you know, like during the time, like, it was definitely thinking about getting you. I'm like, what you mean? Like, yeah, I was That's like, yo, crazy. they thought you was from the Heights. I'm like, I mean, I guess I chill people from the Heights. Like, yeah, because yeah. you always tell people from the Heights. Like, they basically was trying, like, you know, like, yo, we're going to get them. And I'm just like, Wow. He was like, nah. I, I told him like, nah, chill. Like, he not even a part of that. He just be chilling or whatever all over the Mind case. Mind you, they make all those sauces without even talking to you. But I had no idea. I'm just walking like, yo, what's People good? People be talking. Yeah, yeah. like, what's good, bro? <laughs> Boom, right, I'm asleep. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm knocked out on the ground. And yeah. it's just like, crazy stuff like that. It's just like, you can't, it, is, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It, it never makes any sense. And it, that's why I'm wondering. I'm like, man, you had the foresight to look internally look past and, and be self-aware and say, this is all trash. <laughs> I'm not going to be part of this. I can chill with you, but I don't have to associate with don't you. Don't associate. Um, but a lot of people don't make that distinction. And so I think it's good that, I just, you know, at least there's people in your position to like, I was that just could proud. give these people advice. I was just proud that I was able to make that. Oh, yeah. That mental distinction. Like, yo, this is stupid. Like, I, I seen it. Like, you, as you growing up, you see the dolphins. Mm-hmm. You see... The drug dealers, you see the shooters, you see, you know, the people that want to yeah, act tough. Yeah, there was a where you mentioned that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just like, all right, cool. You know, that's cool and all. Yeah. But do I really want to do this for the rest of my life? Yeah, I be sometimes driving, like, if I'm, like, going up on a hill or something, I'm driving past, like, yo, bro, that nigga's, y'all really on the corner? Yeah. Like, y'all still on the corner after all these years, bro, you're still yeah. on the corner. Like, you got to get yeah. off the corner eventually. you like, about to push like 35. But that's the thing, right? They don't all have that mentality. You don't, you don't like, think about mentality Oh, like, I, I, should, I should be done with this eventually. Yeah. There's, there's just like, oh. There's apparently no clocking out when yeah. you when you sign up to the street. There's no clocking out. Exactly. It's like, yo, I'm here. I'm here from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Or you seem trash to everybody else if you clock out. Yeah, like, exactly. If, if, if you tell them, hey, um, I'm actually trying to make something out of myself. I'm thinking of going like back to school. They'll all look at you, you acting like, different. Like, oh, like, you, like, oh, you're a clown. Yeah, oh, you, you thought clown. your life was gonna get better? Yeah. Fuck out of here. You know what's crazy? That's one of the biggest problems I had when it came to going to college. I'm like, nobody gonna respect me. I'm yeah. going if I go to college. That's nobody, crazy. Nobody I gonna, hate that mentality. Yeah, nobody, nobody gonna look at me like I'm about that life if I go to college. Yeah. And fuck that life <laughs> Fuck it Fuck I, that life like, like, I'm, like I said I'm glad I made these like, distinctions No I'm not about that life Because uh, Yo for I will happily be trash in their eyes I'll be trash <laughs> and, But then that's like A lot of times It'd it, it be messing you up Because like yeah. Look at this Because we all want acceptance mm-hmm. So To a degree We say that But like These are people we grew up with And We value their respect and shit But No Like I think there's There's a certain point in our life Where we start seeing who we want to keep associating with. Mm-hmm. And when you see that people are still aligning themselves with that and are not seeing the bigger picture of, hey, you're What's supposed to improve eventually mm-hmm. this. Fine. Like we did this when we were little, but okay, get over it. Get like, over it now. <laughs> start yo, living real life. dude still out here talking about like stuff that they was doing in high school. Like, yo, I was, that was the big dog. I was starting to fight. Like, all right. Yeah, it's been like eight you? years, bro. Yeah, All right, yeah, we yeah, get it. You yeah. was you was hot shit back Girl, then. Girls with this guy's girls. Yeah, you was okay, hot shit back like, then. Like, what does it mean now? But yeah. it's like people don't have. 
It's, it really be the fact to look past the the now. Everybody, and that's another thing I was reading from that book. Everybody's infatuated with instant gratification. What can oh, you do for, for sure. me now, 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 now? Mm-hmm. Never thinking about the future. I've been building long term. Yeah. I just started recently. Um, from let me say this year, uh, basically just started thinking about like trying to buy a house and all that. I'm getting out of debt. Yeah. That's another thing. If you got credit cards and you go on a vacation at DR, trying to shake your ass. Yeah, priorities. Priorities. Right? Get rid of your debt. <laughs> yeah. Be, be financially. Stop owing somebody. Yeah. And that's the thing. I was yeah. trying to tell people, I was trying to get people around the concept of, yo, fuck a credit score. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. I blame me. Say I have a good credit score. I got white people credit. You feel me? Yeah. So one of the things people are like, oh, y'all, I wish I was you. I had your credit, da, this, that, and the third. But it's like, what you're really saying to me is, yo, good shit on taking somebody's money, borrowing it. And then paying it right back. Paying it back with yeah. interest yeah. and then just smiling about like, yo, here, thanks for letting me borrow this like, money to be proud of, of this. this shit I can't afford. Yeah. But thank you so much. Yeah. And I was and all it's good for is so you can go further into debt further in into the future. Yeah. Bro, I, I did my, I had like 15 credit cards and these scammers out here don't be, don't be looking for me. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was infatuated with that too. I think I had this weird thing with obsessions. Mm. But I, I, I listened to some dude named Dave Ramsey, some white dude from Texas. Oh, I, I heard think. of him. Yeah, yeah, My yeah, man, yeah. he, he yeah. put me on the right track. Like, yo, bro, what are you, like, what are you doing? Are you really going on vacations and you owe this much money on your credit cards? How mm-hmm. can you ever become rich? How can you ever like be different? And my biggest thing is like never being poor again. Yeah. Or li- like me and my, my mom raised two kids basically as a single mother mm-hmm. off like $9,000. Yeah. $9,000. I, I, didn't, I didn't get those numbers back then until I got older. I'm like, Nine thousand? What the fuck? Nine yeah, thousand? Yeah. Like, how you doing that? You know, that's government assistance. That's another thing. I don't want to be on no government assistance mm-hmm. no more. Mm-hmm. That was something I said in my song, um, Kumbaya. Is like, mm-hmm. um, I feel like it's a government trap, like to give you government assistance. I've been trying to get away from that. I'm yeah, trying to get my you own money. You can't depending yeah. on it, and it's just like it becomes a mindset, mm-hmm. and then it's. It's just so much stuff that gets entangled with just sim- small, simple things. So it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be poor again. Mm-hmm. So I had to build for the future. Mm-hmm. I had took my credit cards. I was like, yo, how is it that I owe $17,000 on all these credit cards mm-hmm. and I don't have nothing to show for it? Yeah. I so don't for ha- all these Yeezys. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I, don't have no, I don't have no college debt because I went to school free because I was poor. Thank hey, God. Uh, Fell out that fast for. Um Two, my car got paid for by my family because I had graduated college. They was like, all right, big ups to that. How the fuck I caught seventeen thousand dollars in debt? Like Word. where? Like you did this I don't to yourself. Go, I just I don't I don't do nothing. I don't go nowhere. Yeah. So it's just like, where's my money going? Yeah. It's going to them, and I'm paying interest on top of that, and my money is mm-hmm. all spaced out. Mm-hmm. So I just started putting bringing everything together, and this is all tied in with the mental health. Mm-hmm. Get, if you owe money, always stress. Always. Oh stressed. yeah. If you don't owe money, always worrying about where your money's coming from. You know, always living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. When you don't have any debt and you don't got to pay somebody else besides your landlord, and you shouldn't be even renting in Jersey City, stop bullshitting and go <laughs> buy a house. It's actually cheaper for a mortgage than it is to rent, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, you start looking at those things and you like, yo. He was basically saying, you become wealth off your own income. Yeah, if you don't owe nobody money, oh yeah, you have to. You can save. That, that's how, because everybody wants like a quick way to get rich. Always and instant gratification. It goes back to that, and really, the the way a lot of people get rich is like it's not like any sexy way. It's nope. you know they they put their money and they, they invest it wisely and like in a, um, 
like an investment account, retirement account, mm-hmm. and they lo- they let compounding interest do its and job. And that's how they become millionaires. People are like, I want to become a millionaire. All right, you want to become a millionaire? Start saving. Yeah. And let Put that money in- into in- your IRA. Let just, that interest yeah, build yeah. up instead yeah. of paying interest. To them for buying like uh, uh, some some Yeezys or yeah. buying a, a, a vacation that you pack need. that you don't yeah, need. Yeah, I get I get it. Oh, Every, yeah. everybody wants to have that. Oh, and we live in I'm America, right? So the fact that we live in a capitalist society, Bruh. these things get pushed into our face the all worst. the time. We're the on Instagram, worst. there's ads. If you're on Facebook, there's ads. If the you're worst. on YouTube, there's ads. Everybody wants your attention, everybody. and more importantly, your money. Or, <laughs> everybody, or, everybody wants your money. And so they will do whatever they can to convince you that you need to buy this. Whether your friend bought it and you want to be cool like them Mm -hmm. or whether this celebrity is wearing it. Like, ooh, look what Kyrie Irving is wearing on the court. I want to wear that. I got to wear it. I got to wear it. That's why that's it's a fucking illusion. I hate America because of that. Yeah, open your third eye. (laughs) Yes, very. Yo, you gotta open it, bro. Yeah, yeah. I hate America because of that. Because it's like, yo, the Xbox just came out. That's what it's all about. Word, I'm about to spend five hundred next year or two years. Yo, the new Xbox came out. We got more storage. Yeah, and we put an S on it. Come drop that five hundred again. Facts. I, you say it's better. I can say I can play in four K now. All right, cool. Yeah. Two years later, yo, you know what? We made it skinnier. Yeah, and also not even thinking like Come cop this. <laughs> let's say you had a 1080p TV. And exactly. Now you, you also need a new TV to play in 4K. Yeah. It's like then you then you go then you go cop you a a a 4K TV and that's how my seventeen thousand dollars in debt popped up. America got me. Yeah. They got me caught up in credit yeah, score. His TV was fifteen thousand. Yeah. They they, they he couldn't afford rent, but his TV was popping. They caught me with a credit score. <laughs> they caught me with. Um, spending all that money on that yeah, stuff it's just yeah. like yo yeah. I mean don't get me wrong I like the stuff that I have now but I'm paying it it's off nice to have three nice years stuff. later I'm paying <laughs> it off three years later it's like if I didn't have yeah. the money for it that's that's what you, one of the things if you don't have the money for it don't be buying it you could build Basically, your, you could build your and credit when it comes up. to credit cards like only pay for as much as you're willing to actually pay actually, out of your yeah. pocket so like right now because if you don't have that in your account don't be I lost my phone and now I just bought a $300 phone yeah cash yeah not to brag but cash I buy cheap Asian phones online because I'm not paying um, Apple Steve Jobs is great enough but he's a yeah. dick you know thousand yeah. <laughs> dollars for a loop, phone you're an asshole yeah or whoever, Tim Cook whoever you are yeah. fuck you go cook in the kitchen yeah um, but <laughs> I'm not paying a thousand dollars for no iPhone. I'm not paying a thousand dollars for no Samsung phone. The thing is, these phones are coming out every year, and, and they're, they're expensive. And they're convincing people that they need to upgrade every year. And then they, you don't need to upgrade every year. Phones and then they got are so contracts. Good. Phones are so good that you could buy a three-year-old phone and it's still, still good as hell. Still working good. Yeah. So I've been getting this thing where it's like, all right, I'm doing my research now. I've been going looking at my research. I've been getting these phones called Xiaomi. Oh, it's, so, hey. it's similar to Huawei because yeah. you know Trump was about to ban them and so I'm like damn hope him yeah. ban these Xiaomi's because those are my phones yeah $300 it has yeah, all the specifications yep. all the this, the the highest processor mad RAM as great storage yep. and even better yep. and I'm only paying $300 compared to a $1,000 phone so you're telling me I'm paying so I could have a half a bit in Apple yep. on the back of my phone and so I could have a blue it's, message it's, it's all for show everything they convince you that, that that's bro. what you need Cause it's funny, cause like when you think about it, when the iPhone first came out, it was like, oh, like this is like the rich person phone, mm-hmm. like oh, this is why everybody. But Apple is smart; they're gonna convince even the broke people to buy it yeah, because we need our phones. because at a certain point, there's only enough rich people you can target because they are a minority in this mm-hmm. country, even though they hold most More, of the wealth. Most of the wealth. 
Uh, spreading but that eventually, shit. you have to convince poor people to buy your phone too. And how do you do that? You you do like all these payment plans. And you do the contracts. With the, you know, I don't get it. I've had prepaid phones since high school. I had yeah, Boost Mobile, and I just went to AT and T prepaid. I bought my phones outright. Yeah, it's way cheaper. You telling me I got to pay eighty dollars for unlimited data? Then I got to pay thirty two dollars a month for the phone. You're subsidizing everybody else who yeah. has it. Yeah, yeah. And then I got to pay like a fifteen dollar charge to be to use your service within itself. So I'm paying like one twenty five for but one. But you phone. see, that's how they get you because then they want to be like, oh, but you can like stream Netflix for free, and you, and get, you, you get Taco Tuesday. Yeah, you get some shit. upgrades too it's every like, year. Yeah, get you're upgrades. paying for that, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're paying for that shit all the time. You're but people get it. so fast yeah. they will want to have an iPhone. Oh my but, god, I got free tacos today. And then it's just Come like. On. <laughs> I, I really don't understand the power of saving. I, I still don't kind of understand it because I'm no, not yeah. currently saving. I'm throwing all my money on my debt. Yeah. But it's so easy to buy a $1,000 iPhone outright with cash. Yep. But if you think of instant gratification, eh, I could pay $32 a month. And it, if, it seems smaller, $32 a month. That's nothing. But then looking at it, like, yeah. damn, going, way more And money. going back to instant gratification, sometimes we make snap judgments. So snap. A, a lot of the times is do you know how easy it is to buy something on Amazon mm-hmm. <laughs> and it'll be with at your door in two, two days? days. That, that kind of power, Amazon did it on purpose because they know they can manipulate you into buying stuff and, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Amazon slave. I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say and, it. And, and <laughs> no, yeah. Me. And uh, <laughs> so my background's in tech, so I do a lot of, like, research on, like, what all these companies do and how they get you to... and. Amazon is a multi-headed beast orchestrated by Jeff Bezos, their CEO. And this was this was by intention from the very beginning. The fact that you can, you know, they have like the one-click buying thing that mm-hmm. you can do. Oh, shit's crazy. They want to make it as easy as possible for you to part way with your hard-earned cash so that they can have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. And then they will invest that money into other parts of their business that they could also monopolize. So, you know... If you ever notice that how big Amazon is growing and the fact that their CEO is the highest net worth individual in this entire planet and they're spreading into businesses that they were never a part of, like, mm-hmm. you know, Amazon is getting into shipping, they're getting into Groceries, like, personalization. Everything. Shit, I'm about to do everything through Amazon. They're doing everything and because they can because, you know, they're getting money. Ooh, what was that? Battery. Okay, so we're still recording on here. So, um, <laughs> so I'm actually going to replace the battery, but um, let's see if I have something. Uh, so, yeah, so we were just talking about Amazon, but just yeah. in general, um, I'm just curious, like, do you feel like you've had an impact on any of the people that you've worked with that you've been able to counsel that, you know, uh, answer that while I'm changing the battery. I got first. you. See, that's the thing, though. It's so hard. Because when you're growing up and you heard people saying certain things to you, you completely ignored it, no matter what they were trying to say to you. It's just like it goes in one ear and out the other. So most of the time I do get to see um, some of the progress. For the most part, you really don't. Sometimes it really just it's a growing experience. And that's the thing that sucks about life. You really never understand or you never really know something up until you get older and you went through the experience. That's the thing that sucks about life. And it's just like, you could try to talk to a young person all you want, but they really sometimes have to experience it. Some kids are not just going to take it level-headed. I, like I said, I was I was fortunate enough to have that insight into, you know, the world. I was fortunate enough to have that. But not a lot of kids do have that. And, you know, I even used to work as a uh, a mental health, you know, worker. 
in a hospital, like an inpatient setting with kids, um, you know, with a lot of disabilities. And yeah. you used, I'm stuck with these kids from 3 to 11.30 p.m. at yeah. nighttime. These are all bad kids ranging from like, I don't want to call them bad. That's probably a bad stigma to say, but yeah. trouble kids, I guess you want to say. From yeah. 3 to um, 17, mm-hmm. and I'm stuck in a room with them. Yeah. And I, I got to entertain them. I got to keep mm. them up. But I also have to make sure I'm being strict with them and I'm making sure that they're not doing it. I have an autistic kid to my right, mm-hmm. two autistic kids maybe to my right. Um, then I have like these these oppositional kids, some kids that's on substance use. Then you got kids that's depressed. Damn, that's then you got kids range. dealing with anxiety, like th- like a four year old talking yeah. about suicidal ideation. Man. It's just like I'm in a room. Does with, that ever fuck you up mentally? No, no. That's the thing. It's just like you're somehow able to shield I'm yourself like, from all that. It's just I know there'd be some people that be like going into like the the field and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe they yeah. be going home crying. Like, yeah, I. But I guess you're able to like I get mentally it. separate yourself. I, I can from separate myself completely. They mm-hmm. sometimes they, it could get irritating. Sometimes it could be sad. But you, I can't stay in that funk because if I'm staying in that funk, then what, what kind of energy am I bringing to the universe to these kids? It's like a doctor, right? A doctor can't feel bad yeah, about I, doing surgery I, on you because at I the end get, of the day, he got the job done. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of I'm just trying to keep these kids entertained. You know, trying to make sure I'm listening to it's. It's so hard. You got like I'm having like 16 kids in a room. I'm trying to listen to each and one of the individual stories or trying to figure out what's going on with mm-hmm. them. It's, it becomes so hard to juggle. It's like at 22, I'm basically a father to like 16 mm-hmm. kids that are dealing with mental health issues. That's rough. 20 kids. They all. That's know enough it. for one person. One person. Yeah. And they just like everybody call me Mr. Josh. Like Mr. Josh, hey. Mr. Josh. They coming to me for like yeah. you know some help, some guidance. And sometimes I just I'm out there trying to give it to them. Sometimes it was just kids off the just pulling them off the streets because they yeah. too gang involved or whatever. They may have like a case pending in jail. I've seen everything. Mm-hmm. That's why I love this field. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't shield me from seeing what's really going on with the children or what's going on with the kids out there because yeah. this is really some terrible stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But somebody has to deal with it. Yeah. They can't deal with it alone. Somebody has to be on the other side to be able to look um look out for them. Yeah. And that's kind of basically where I come in. And I just anytime I do anything with these kids, I just keep it real simple with them. Like, listen, I get what you're doing. I understand what you where you're coming from. You gotta realize eventually you're gonna have to change or stop or you're gonna just continue to go on the wrong path. Yeah. Or you're gonna continue to do um certain things that's not for 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 the best for you, and it's gonna mm-hmm. end up ruining your life later yeah. on in the road. Like everything seems simple when you're a kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ten yeah. years later, you just like, damn, yeah. I should have never did that. Yeah. Um. Or I, damn, I wish I would have did this. Or yeah. I, damn, I wish I would did that. So I try to strive and like, yo, do more, do better for yourself. You don't want to be locked in a hospital. You don't want to be having people coming into your house, um, asking questions. Sometimes you may need it. Yeah. But you got to. It, it all starts from within. Yeah. And now it's just like all these kids are growing up on social media and stuff. They. they oh. They don't have the time to sit down and understand themselves. Oh, yeah. They're already on Instagram, like five years old on Instagram. And already looking at other people and trying to Instagram. compare themselves. Because, yo, comparison is such a bad thing for us. It's crazy. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we're not all living the same life. Even nope. though even, we could grow up in the same place and we're still not living the same completely life. Because different. your environment at home can be completely different. Your experiences can be completely different. But yet we feel the need to compare, even though there really is no comparison. And it's, um, it's just crazy, man. And I just think just generally, um, I think it's good that at least there's people in your position that when they don't have that voice in their own head, like you were able mm-hmm. to do, um, that you can be 
that voice in their head and, and that's you know, thing I try to do. and just like, you know, sometimes you just need to plant a seed and mm-hmm. see if it grows into anything and see like maybe prior to meeting you they never saw any different outlook in life. But if you were able to give them another view and say, Hey, you're at this fork in the road. If you want to keep going down this way, you see you see what's happening and you can even tell them like, Hey, I almost went on that road too mm-hmm. and I'm gonna tell you it's not great. Or you can try seeing things a little differently because perspective is everything. And that ties into everything within my album. Yeah. Um, like I said, Kumbaya, I think I, what did I say in that song? I said, I think I'm losing my mind thinking that I'm losing the youth if I don't rhyme crime, showing them signs, infinite times, feeling sublime, fucking with slimes. Yeah. And it's just like, that's, that was me. Yeah. I was around all these, all these blood dudes. I was just feeling like, yo, this is great. I love yeah. this. This is yeah. like... This is what I've been wanting my whole, whole entire life. I just yeah. want to be out there screaming Sue Whoop and throwing up bees and shit <laughs> with a red hat. Yeah. But then it's just like, there was that, that little voice in my head like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you doing, you cornball? Like, yeah. like, like, what, like what, what are you really doing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're wearing, you're wearing glasses. You got a curfew. <laughs> you can't see. You heard about that life. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of gay maker are you going to be? Yeah, like, yeah. What, what is it going to be? And then for the, for the most part of my life, um, I got a surgery when I was 22. I used to have a lazy eye. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the correct term for it, but my eye used to just sit on the left. Yeah. Um, so another big thing that's kind of stopped me from gaming is like, yo, I'm not trying to be no blind game banger. It's like, that's one of the weirdest things I'll be seeing is like, when you put so much work into the game, then you end up being blind and or paraplegic or you can't walk. It's like, damn, yeah. you done gave your life to the block. You just messed yourself up. And you lost your legs. You yeah. lost your eyes. Yeah. And you still be out there. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Collect that, disab- collect that disability check, say your ass in the house. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Chalk up yeah. your losses. Charge it to the game. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I think we're we're about ready to wrap it up there. I'm, I'm scared about battery indicator. I can't even see it that well. But I just told I saw, you I'm blind. I, I saw, yeah, I saw 19 minutes on the memory card. So, you know, um, it's funny, right? Because uh, we managed to, like, skip around it a lot. Um I actually never did get to open up music as a that's as fine. a topic, um, and I think that's great because aside from obviously something that you're passionate about, I as long as the audience got to see perhaps a different side of you, a that, completely different you side. Know, chances are we're we're both meeting you for the same first time. First time, time yeah. Um, and that's kind of what I wanted to say about what's cool about the internet is that. Um, prior to today, it's funny that the very first time I meet you in person, you're already in my home and we're having like this deep ass conversation about shit. Um, it just seems natural. Yeah. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Like if it just seems you so know, natural. Um, other people that are interested in doing stuff, uh, feel free to stop by and bless the kitchen counter. Um, it feels good. We're, yeah. we're just here to talk, man. Um, so with that. Uh, his video Waves is out now on YouTube. I, I will put a link alone. in the description. Um, Said that I would get you know, it on my own. It was filmed at Liberty State Park and stuff. Yeah. Got the visuals, got, got the, the visuals. water, got, got the people flags. people ask me, are you a rapper? Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. <laughs> I put words together yeah, over a track, mean? yeah. That's what I <laughs> um, There's flags waves and a bird that flies by at just the right moment that's right rest in peace nip thank you for being in my video i know if that wasn't you i might be sound like a schizophrenic but i think yeah. that was you who cares yeah. yeah um and also um his his album please don't forget um, i almost forgot that which would have been ironic but right, right, right? <laughs> yeah please i'm like i know it's pdf but what does that stand for and no it has nothing to do with trayvon martin 
I guess it could be. Oh, because oh, of the hoodie thing? Yeah, oh. basically, you know, before you like, go, basically the green hoodie kind of symbolized, and I left the face dark. I stole it off somewhere, like on yeah, like image place, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, um, but nobody knows. Yeah, and I ain't, making, <laughs> I ain't making no real money off it. Yeah. But like that black, like the, the, the black silhouette of the face, yeah. basically, it's like, yo, that could be any one of us inside that mentality. Yeah. Inside, that could have been me right there, about to yeah. go rob something, do something like that of that nature. Or it could have been a kid. Like Trayvon walking with some Skittles in his pocket and then he got popped for being mm-hmm. black. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of those things, that's what please don't forget us about. It's like a lot of the things that we are experiences as we are younger, mm-hmm. but like you just can't forget that that's not how life really is. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff that you are taking in from when you are younger does not mean you got to live by that for the rest of your life. It's all about growth and being open to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I know like why I left it black. I didn't put my face in it because like anybody could be in that position right now, but you can always make it out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, everything I have done or gotten so far, I built my own studio from the ground up just because I chose not to probably be blood or I chose not to get into involved in yeah. certain stuff that would have got me locked up. Yeah. Um, so now I'm at a point in my life where I'm able to afford to purchase things that actually feel like I'm making a difference. And for you're sure. doing the same thing for yourself as well here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You make some good decisions for yourself where you mm-hmm. can afford, you know, to have your mm-hmm. own space, your own creative environment. Yep. And then you're able to build from that. But that didn't come from instant gratification. That Hell came no. from waiting, patiently waiting, Facts. and like building Mad it up thoughts. from the ground. Yeah. Yep. That's all it comes down to. Wise words from Bill's Pagliaco Pagliaco. <laughs> <laughs> the G's, the G's uh, silent yeah. lasagna, bitch. And I should know that because I took uh, Italian and the GLI is is ye instead of like glee. Yeah. Pagliacci. Yeah, Pagliacci. Yeah. Um, but this was a pleasure. Thank you for having yeah, me. I appreciate um, you. Uh, thank, thank you, you so for much. making it, man. Of course. Um, it's been a pleasure. And uh, welcome back anytime. And so we're going to wrap this one up. I hope you guys enjoyed watching. Uh, divided, we're awesome. Together, we're more awesome. Lincoln Builders a model. We'll see you guys in the next one. 97, bitch.